this is Leah, and welcome to this week's Hashtag For Paris podcast. It's wonderful that you could join us for this week's teaching. I'll explain a little bit more about who we are at the end, but for now, let's jump right in. Decisions are a part of life. It, it doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter where you live. It doesn't matter how old, how young. We all make decisions. Some are quick decisions. Some are snap judgments. Others are ones that we ponder and wonder and even stress about. But we recognize that decisions are a part of life, that the decisions we make now will impact us moving forward, that our decisions impact you know, our relationships with others, our, our, our success in life, can even impact our relationship with God. And so the question that I want us to look at again is not do we make decisions, but rather how do we make good decisions? Uh, I don't know about you. I don't know where you land when it comes to faith or your belief in Jesus, but I think we'd all land in the same place that, that we want to make good decisions. And so that's what this whole series is about, navigating life, how to make good decisions. And this week, I, I want to look at a bit of a blind spot, something that can become oftentimes a barrier or an obstacle to helping us make good decisions. Last week, if you were with us or if you were not with us, quick recap, we we spoke about the reality of how do we make decisions, including God in the mix of it all. Now, listen, I get it. I get it. For some of you may be thinking, listen, Joel, I'm not, I'm not there yet. I, 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 believe, I believe there is a God. I, I believe that there is Jesus, but I'm not so sure that I want him to be a part of making my decisions. For, for others, you may be thinking, well, how relevant or, or how specific can this be? I mean, sure, I know there's the Bible and, and everything else, but, but is it really going to help me in my moment here today? Last week, we turned to the ancient book of Proverbs found in the Old Testament of the Bible, a book that was written primarily by a guy by the name of King Solomon thousands of years ago. And and he continued to talk about the importance of being wise. And as we saw last week, wisdom in the Bible is not about your, your intellectual ability or how smart or not smart you are, but rather your perspective in life, that the wise one is the one who makes decisions thinking of God. Or put another way, he makes decisions in a way that honors God. Maybe for some of you, this is nothing new. For for others, this may be completely new. And you may be wondering like, okay, what does this start to look like? One of the amazing things about Jesus is he asks us to make a decision. In the simple invitation to come and follow him, it's a decision to say, Will you allow Jesus to guide you in the midst of all of life? You see, as a church, we we want to lead people to Jesus. Why? Because we want to see lives transformed and our community impacted for good. And we believe that that begins to happen when we choose to include God in the midst of all of life. So what about you? What guides you in your decisions? Is it your emotions? Is it a list? Is it culture? Is it the people you talk to? Could it potentially be God? I believe that it's when we allow God to lead us, to guide us, that we begin to take a step in the right direction to making good decisions. And so today, I, I want to look at one of the obstacles, one of the, one of the distractions, often as I refer to it, one of the blind spots in life that can prevent us from including God in the decision-making in our life. 
And so we're going to turn back to this ancient book of Proverbs, written by King Solomon, found in the Old Testament of the Bible. And, and he lands at a place that I think perfectly packages the decisions that we need to make and what we need to avoid. So let's, let's turn there now. We're going to turn to Proverbs chapter 3, beginning with verse 1. And, and this is what Solomon says to you and to me. He says, My friends, do not forget my teaching, but keep my commands in your heart, for they will prolong your life many years and bring you peace and prosperity. Let love and faithfulness never leave you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. Then you will win favor and a good name in the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your paths straight. I, I love this passage. This is, this is probably one of my, my go-to passages that, that I often reflect upon, that I often remind myself about, that it's a passage that helps me to, to refocus upon what needs to be a priority in my life, particularly when it comes to making decisions. I, I just love the language that, that Solomon uses in this proverb. When he says, and he will make your paths straight. Doesn't that just resonate with you when it comes to decisions? Doesn't it seem like sometimes in life, in decisions making, we're like chasing our tail or, or our path is not straight. We're veering to the left and then we're, we're counteracting and we're going too far to the right. And, and we just think we're putting ourselves in greater difficulties. What Solomon is laying out for us is that if we want to have straight paths, we need to begin to include God in the midst of all of our decisions. And so, and so what is the barrier? What is, in my estimation, the greatest barrier, the, the greatest blind spot to us making decisions and including God in the midst of them all? To put it bluntly, it's we think we know better. In one word, the greatest blind spot for me to honor God with my decisions is myself. Have you ever thought about that sometimes? Of, of sometimes the greatest distraction, the greatest barrier to, to making good decisions is we only think about ourselves. We, we only think about how this is going to impact you and me. And Solomon is telling us something different. I love how he lays it out so, so succinctly, so, so simply in these four statements. He says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your paths straight. I think all of us want a straight path. The thing we struggle with is, well, how do we get there? And here, Solomon is laying out for us three important things we need to do. The first one is to trust. The second one is to lean on God. And the third one is to submit to him. And, and Solomon is saying that when this happens, when we trust in God, when we lean not on our own understanding, when we submit to God in all things, then, then our paths will be straight. For me, what Solomon is doing is he's really painting this, this image of direction. Have you ever gotten lost? Have you ever been out for a drive and you just suddenly realize, I have no idea where I am? 
maybe the person next to you is like nudging you right now being like, yes, you are totally that person. In my humble opinion, I think it's crazy that anyone gets lost anymore, especially considering the technology that we now have. I mean, we have Google Maps, we have Waze, we, we, we have GPS on our phone. And, and so no matter where you're driving, you can just plug it in, you can turn it on, and it'll tell you exactly where to go. But what happens? We often think, ah, I know the way. Or I know a better way. Or I don't need this extra help. And so we go on our own understanding. And what happens? Our paths are not straight. Uh, Listen, it happened to me this week. This Tuesday, I was picking up Isaac and Masika uh, from a youth program in Brantford. And it was in Eagle Place. And I sort of know Eagle Place a little bit. I kind of thought, I know where I'm going. I know what I'm doing. What I should have done was jumped on Google Maps, punched in the location, and just followed it all the way. But no, what did I do? I'm like, I kind of understand where I'm going. I made a few turns and another turn, and then I realized I am lost. And not only am I lost, but I'm about to be late. And so luckily I was by myself, and so I just grabbed my phone, punched in the address, and there it turned up. I was like three blocks away. That was it. I was so close, but yet so far isn't that often a great metaphor for us in life? That, that this is what Proverbs is telling us to avoid when he says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. Don't, don't take it upon yourself, but, but actually look to God for direction. What's interesting about that Tuesday night is after I picked up Isaac and Masika and one of their friends, I was going to drive her home to her place. And this time I was wise enough to punch into my Google Maps her address. So it started to pull me in a direction. And you know what happened? It started to go in a direction. I was like, I don't think this is right. And I almost turned it off until I realized that would not be a wise thing. I need to trust in where I am being led. I think that too is often the case when it comes to trusting in God. We may find ourselves going down a path and we may think, wait a second, wait a second, is this, is this the direction that I really want to go? You see, oftentimes I may think that I know better, but what Solomon is doing is there is a blind spot there when we begin to lean on our own understanding. I, I just love that, that, that image of leaning. The idea of you're, you're putting your weight on someone else. You're, you're essentially trusting in them. Allowing them to guide you and to fully direct you. I get it. There's going to be times in life where the Bible may say things and I'm like, I'm, I'm not so sure that I can do that. I'm not so sure that I even want to do that. There, there may be times where, where God through the Holy Spirit is nudging you in a certain direction. You're like, wait a second, wait a second. This, this seems a little foreign to me. I'm, I'm not sh- so sure I can get on board with this. Leaning on our own understanding is not just blind, thoughtless faith. It's actually acknowledging the fact there's going to be times where God is going to lead us in a direction that we may not naturally want to go. And so leaning not on our own understanding is, is actually bringing our concerns, actually, actually thinking through our issues, actually having this conversation with God and saying, listen, listen, what, what is this all about? But it's this decision to truly follow him, to submit to him in the midst of, 
of all of life. Submit to him in all my ways, in the small ways, in the big ways, in the ones that I think a little about or a lot about. In all things, am I leaning on God? Am I truly trusting in him? For me, this becomes a pivotal verse in life, particularly if you want to make good decisions. If if you want to make a decision that truly honors God in the midst of all things, I don't know if you have a Bible or if you want to write it down or whatever it is, but just come back to this over and over again. Four reminders. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him. And then this is the takeaway. And he will make your paths straight. For me to make good decisions, for for me to, to honor God in the midst of all of life, I need to lean on him. I need to be willing to to truly give up control. You know, trust is something we talk about, but it's not always so easy to do. And, And maybe one of the questions you're struggling with right now is, well, can God really be trusted? For me, the place I go is to the reality of all that God has done for us. As we think of the importance of of Jesus' life and then his death and then his resurrection, we we begin to see that God makes decisions that that oftentimes in the moment, others may not fully understand. I don't know how familiar you are with with the story of Jesus, but, but he told his disciples, those closest to him, what was going to happen of how he was going to be handed over to the authorities, how he was going to be falsely condemned, how he was going to be crucified. And they all... Together, like, this is a terrible idea. God, Jesus, we don't, we don't understand. Why would you do this? Thankfully, Jesus didn't listen to them. He made the decision that, that they didn't fully understand. And it was in Jesus, in his life, in his death, and then in his resurrection, that we recognize not only how much God loves us, not only how much God is in control, but how God can be trusted, that he is mindful of all things. And if Jesus got that right, don't don't you think it's worthwhile for us to continue to trust in him? This week, this week, as we think of just what your next step may be, maybe for some of you who are, are struggling with you know, do I even want to follow Jesus? Begin to take that first step. Begin to see some of the things that, that Jesus may be saying into your life and, and just start with the small things. Uh, for, for, for others, maybe, maybe some of the challenges that you, you've, you've segmented your life too much, that there is the God things and then there's the, the Joel things, the my things. And we like to lean on our own understanding in our things, but, but not on the God things. What, what if you did what Solomon said? In all your ways, submit to him. Uh, Allow God to be a part of every decision you make. So let me suggest three things for you to consider this week. The first one is to begin to read through the book of Proverbs. Maybe just take a few verses. Maybe just read a chapter and read it from the perspective of what would this look like 
if I truly made this decision in a way that was honoring of God? What, what are the things that I kind of struggle with that, that my understanding is not the same as what God is? And just begin to see why that is. The second thing is actually take the step seriously. Lean not on your own understanding to heart. What, what does that mean? What does it look like? It means start to bring God into the conversation. Ask God how you should make this next decision. You know, God will reveal his way to you and through, the, through the Bible, through the nudges of his Holy Spirit. And there's going to be times where you're like, I'm not so sure. I don't quite understand. I want to lean on my own understanding and give that over to God and begin to see how this transformation begins to take place in your life. And the third thing is, is join us next week. Next week, Leah already mentioned it is Father's Day, and it's a day to celebrate dads. Well, we have a real special dad coming in, a guy by the name of Gary. Now, Gary, about a year and a half ago, was diagnosed with uncurable brain cancer. And so he's been in a difficult place, but it's been a place where his faith has begun to come alive. Gary has learned firsthand what this verse means. To trust in God in all your ways, with your whole heart. To lean not on your own understanding. As, as you will hear in Gary's story next week, there are things that he does not understand. Yet he still makes the choice to trust in God. So, so come and join us next week and, and hear Gary's story as he really lives out what I've just been talking about. In a moment, we're going to wrap up with a song, and then I'm going to come back, and we're going to celebrate communion together. Communion is, is a great way for us to, again, focus upon Jesus, upon the decision to say, I want you to guide my life. It's an opportunity for us to remember again that not only in Jesus are we forgiven, but that God is in control. And so we can trust in him. And so I hope you'll hang with us. Maybe you need to grab some, some bread and, and, and a cup with some juice or, or wine, whatever it might be. And then we can celebrate together again. The goodness of God is revealed in Jesus. See you back in a moment. to our podcast today. We hope that you were encouraged by what you just heard. Just so you know a little bit more about who we are, hashtag for Paris, our church is about creating a culture that shows people that we are for them and for our local community. Jesus invites us to experience a meaningful life with him and others. So we meet every Sunday morning in person at the Paris Presbyterian Church at 1030 a.m. and throughout the week in various home groups and pubs here in Paris. It is here that we experience authentic relationships and we grow deep in our faith journeys together. If you would like to connect with us further, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. And it is here that you can find links to any of our other audio and video podcasts, sermons, and you can track with what's happening with us each month. Please go straight to our website for more information now about our home groups and how you can get involved. Our website is parispresb.ca. Yes, that's right, parispresb, P-R-E-S-B.ca. 
And it's there that you can share our links with your friends, family, and neighbors. Uh, we have friends from around the world who connect in with us online on a regular basis. And so lastly, please feel free to email me and get connected directly. I would love to chat with you. My email is leah at parispres.ca, and I'll get back, right back to you. So that's all we have for now. Thanks again for joining, and we'll see you again next week. Bye for now, everyone.